I've been so good, so I deserve to be a little bad. <laughs> this is great. This is the greatest one on here, and that is hilarious. Yep. I've been so good, but it's true. It is true. I can definitely tell you, man, I haven't said that, but I've and I haven't <laughs> thought it in those exact words, but I've thought that exact same thing. Like, yeah. man, I'm killing it over here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, it's okay if I get a little bit of this. Yeah. It's like, what in the world is wrong yeah, with me? Exactly. What's wrong? Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. A person thinks this, man, something's mm-hmm. wrong with them. Yeah. They don't take sin seriously. Yeah. You know, they should celebrate the wins mm-hmm. and then turn the losses into in the future wins. Mm-hmm. So. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bubble Stick of Faith. I'm Lewis Dooley. This is my homeboy. That's right. I said homeboy because we kind of live near each other. This is my homeboy, yeah. Sam. What's up, brother? Not much. Not much? It's chilly. Man, it's chilly. chilly. Man, we, I'm hooded up. It got even chillier this week. It did, man. We went from like 80 a week ago to yeah. like in the 60s. Yeah. So, but for don't you should guy going that may be um, listening or watching, that's not uncommon. That's mm-hmm. the norm. So, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like chilly all week. I like a little bit chillier weather sometimes. But anyway, it's good to be with y'all again. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's anyone new that's listening and watching, thank you for joining us today. If you want to ever drop a comment or ask a question, you can reach us at bumperstickerfaith at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you, uh, what do you call them? Uh, not not um, BS lifers. Crew. I like the BS crew. BS crew, that's yeah. right, the BS crew. Yeah. The BS we have the crew. single lifers, the double lifers, and the triple lifers. Those are the overachievers right yeah. there, man. They say, look, we lifing it up with yeah, y'all. Yeah, they're, they're in so, it. So shout out to y'all um, triple lifers. And if you're a double or single life, man, shout out to you yeah. too. But we shout a little louder. <laughs> you know, we shout a little more praise <laughs> to the triple lifers. But no, nah, I'm just joking. Thank you for joining us today. Man, we got a hot topic for you today. What are we talking about, Sam? For our episode number 40. This is 40. 40. 40 episodes. 40 is 40 significant, right? In it the Bible, is. 40, 40 years days. in the wilderness, yeah, yeah. 40 days. Yeah, you know, I haven't reached 40 yet, but I'm sure. No, I'm <laughs> 40 what? <laughs> <laughs> 40 cheeseburgers for lunch. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, man, but for episode 40, episode that's cool. 40. All right, that's to be yeah. celebrated. Yeah. Give yeah. a hand clap to that, man. That's to be celebrated. 40 episodes. Yeah. So, so for our 40th episode... Uh, we're gonna bring out some. We're gonna bring out ten bumper stickers. Okay, okay. And parade them before everyone so that we can see a little bit about what we're talking about with this whole uh, BS faith uh, deal that we talk about every week. So these are ten common bumper stickers that you'll hear uh, people say that you'll hear yourself say uh, that that Christians use. Okay. Now, how did I come across these ten bumper stickers? Yeah, how did you come across these things? <laughs> my own life. <laughs> wow, so you put yeah. your business in the streets. Yeah, my own life. I just reflecting on my own life of um, of of living, of trying to be a, a Christian, of struggling, of failing, mm. uh, my own life. So uh, these are these are things that I realize that I've done and believed at times, and uh, they're not always good. Now, with with each of these ten, there's a seed of truth to them. You know, mm-hmm. there's a there's some. Perhaps some wisdom there, but ultimately, um, a lot of them can be pretty destructive, 
and they can lead us to be very deceptive, very manipulative, and even abusive uh, people. And mm. that's that's where I was. That's that's what I find found myself doing. So I think it's important to put these out there. Oh, I think I it's very helpful for Christians to know some of these. So ten bumper stickers. Number one, first one is uh, when you feel this way, then simply claim this truth. Hmm. All right. Seems seems good and innocent enough, you know. And I have in mind like uh, you're a, you're a Christian believer, and maybe you have some some of these struggles, and you feel down, and so you say, well, you feel maybe you feel condemned about some sin in your life, mm-hmm. and you just go straight to like Romans eight one. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Sounds good, and you just you know brush it off and, and move on with your life. But I found that going too quickly to um, verses, for instance, uh, keeps you from doing necessary self-examination and keeps you from truly repenting the way that that you should be repenting. So because like if you're feeling a sense of condemnation before you just kind (laughs) of deny it and throw it away instantly, figure out why are you feeling condemned? Mm, You know, what's going on in your life? What, What are you doing? What are you hiding? What are you, what are you struggling with? What sin is there? Uh, because if you go too quickly to the verse, to the truth, then uh, you're doing, it, basically it's what I call doing the problem of doing an end run around self-examination. Mm, okay. Okay. So basically, whatever your issue is, it can be self-inflicted. It may be something sinful that you did. And because now you're feeling some type of way, you want to mm-hmm. go claim a Bible verse. Yeah. To like help walk you through it, yeah. instead of saying, "Hold on a minute," or to get you, get you out of it. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't like how this cashier responded to me or this customer service person responded to me. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the verse and says, you know, John ten ten, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You want to destroy me, Satan? You wanna <laughs> you wanna kill my joy? Yeah. But you don't once think, well, I probably shouldn't have cussed that person out. <laughs> And that's why they responded the yeah. way they did. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. what what part did I play? That's true. And you just made that thing. person a satanic enemy. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like yeah. you're like they weren't right for saying what they said. But what yeah. part did you play in that? Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm kind of basically exactly. getting out of. Like, let me let me examine my own self first to see mm-hmm. what part I played, and then let me find a correct Bible verse to go yeah. with that. Yeah. Instead of just yeah. pulling one of these all so popular verses yeah. out to help me claim the victory. But in reality, I'm not going to claim the victory yeah. on that. I'm lying to myself. Yeah. Now, you do need to, <clears throat> we do need to claim the victory at the right time. You sure. Know, once yeah, yeah. we've, like with the condemnation one, once we've really uh, done proper repentance, wrestled with ourselves, got to know what was going on mm-hmm. and uh, repented of what we needed to repent of, and, and yet you still have this lingering condemnation, well, then, yeah, you need to rely on that verse that says there's no condemnation for you. Yeah, you need to and, know that. And I think sometimes, like, we need to feel bad mm-hmm. about, like, there needs to be, like, a kind of like a mourning period. Mm. There needs yeah. to be a, a, a repentance, if mm-hmm. you will, period mm-hmm. of we have repented, we have confessed, mm-hmm. right? But we still feel a little yucky inside. It's like, you know what? It's okay to feel that yuck mm-hmm. because we just sinned against a holy and righteous God. Yeah. But yeah. then there, there's a point where you need to get up, pull your head out of the ground, mm-hmm. oh ye ostrich, and then move on in the yeah. truth of 
there is now, therefore, no yeah. condemnation for yeah. those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So I don't have to beat myself up. I can mourn mm-hmm. my sin, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But don't. I'm not going to beat myself. I'm not going to make a whip mm-hmm. and start giving myself mm-hmm. lashes because mm-hmm. of what I've done. So I think we need to have that period. And for me, that period helps me stay true to my repentance, mm-hmm. meaning I'm not too quick to turn back to that sin again. Yeah. yeah. But if, if, I quick, if I quickly yeah. feel... Like, man, there ain't no condemnation. Yeah, you go then right. it's almost like I'm so much easier yep. to turn right back right into back that Right back to sin. the sin. Yep. That's the danger of that bumper sticker. Yeah. And that's mm. how we that's how we get far, far, far from shore. Mm. Man. Yep. Okay. Well, number two, I'm just a horrible sinner. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that on cars? <laughs> Probably not, but that's a bumper sticker that, uh, that uh, plenty of us will use. Uh, yeah. especially those of us who like to beat ourselves up. So they'll say things like, I'm just a horrible sinner, or I'm just so selfish, or yeah, things like that. Yeah, I, you know, for me, when I look at that, like you said, all of these have a seed of truth. Yep. You know, we are horrible yep. sinners. But if we go through life with that constant mindset, how do we live in freedom? Hmm. Then Christ come to set us free. Mm-hmm. Now we know he came to set us free from the power, the penalty, mm-hmm. you know, of, of sin and death. But like he also set us free to be able to live in some sort of freedom here while we still alive mm-hmm. on earth. You know, and so to me, if you're going through, I'm just a horrible sinner. I'm just it's like that person that when you say, how you doing? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm doing better than I deserve. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like, there's another bumper sticker. <laughs> come on, man. Like you just you just killed me. Yeah, I was joyful. I was feeling yeah. good. I'm, you know, and it's like now yeah. you just knocked me yeah. down. Yeah, that's another one. I'm I'm doing better than I deserve. Yeah, that that yeah. also goes under this section. Uh, so for me, what these statements do is they, it, I call it the problem of using quick labels to mask self pity and then avoid responsibility. So when we say I'm just a horrible sinner, or I'm just so selfish, really it. It, it shows no like true self-knowledge that you have about what you're dealing with, what you're struggling with. Like if someone confronts you on something, let's say a friend confronts you on like, why'd you do this? Mm, and you say, well, just I'm just sinner. a horrible sinner. You know, in other words, like get off my back. I'm, I'm telling you what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. I'm posing this kind of fake humility yeah, to try to feed you like oh yeah i'm a true christian yeah. i'm humble i'm a horrible sinner yeah. uh, but then you're it's, it's as if you're just wiping your hands of it and just leave me alone it's almost like you're making an excuse for it yeah yeah like, exactly. like why are you confronting me i'm just a horrible sinner yeah what did you, you, know expect? What did you yeah. expect yeah what do yeah. you expect and that's that part <laughs> about you're avoiding using a quick label to mass self-pity and avoid responsibility yeah that's bogus there. rather than just taking responsibility and and figure out like in Christian circles too, I hear this all the time. Uh, people just, when it comes to like prayer requests or anything, it's, it's pray for me because I'm so selfish. Like, okay, that's, tell me something I don't know. You know, everybody's selfish. We know mm-hmm. that. Um, dig a little bit deeper. What, what do you, what's really going on? Just don't, just don't use that. Um, yeah. And then to me, those, like you said, people, they want, they don't want to deal with their sin. They, yeah. They're accepting of it. They may even like it. And they found this label that's been created. That'll get them off the hook. To get them off the hook yeah. and make an excuse that we, that the person yeah. saying something to them should like get them off their back. Yeah. You know, just a horrible sinner. Yeah. And then you they'll know, get off my back, man. Dang. Then they'll go right to the other bumper sticker we talked about, claim some verse and <laughs> to try to feel better or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, what I found uh, is like, that's, you know, you've got 
Christians who are on the extreme, you know, one, I'm a horrible sinner. And one is I'm not a sinner. I'm a child of the King. Mm-hmm. I'm a heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. And that's all true. Mm-hmm. But it's like, they almost act as if like they don't have sin in mm-hmm. their life. You know, they not, they don't want to talk about it because that's mm-hmm. of the devil or something. It's like either extreme is bad. Yeah. You know, is it, I haven't found, I find people on both of those ends quite often and as always, I mean, I kind of almost feel sometimes like, man, do I got it wrong? Hmm. Am I am I the, am I the crazy one or the yeah. weird one? You and know? both ends feel like delusional, like you're just they, talking to some they do, man, some robot who's just yep. spouting off you, whatever they're programmed yeah. to spout off. And usually, what I found is once you, if you continue to talk about biblical things, both of them are pretty off. Yeah, on, okay. on almost everything, you know, like they don't just have this one era of thinking. It's usually a oh, ton okay. of yeah, you know yeah. wrong thinking biblically. So, yeah, that's a good test. Yeah, yep. They kind of expose themselves. All right. Well, a third bumper sticker: "My needs don't matter as much as yours." I've never heard this, but this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this it, might be the craziest one on the list. And, and these are, like I said, each of these are struggles that I've had in my in my own life where I think, oh well, my needs. Don't, it's that e or it's a kind of f- flows mm. from the last one. My needs don't matter as much as yours. So I can, uh, I can bury my needs, not take my needs and myself seriously. So it's a problem of bearing your needs and trying to be more than what God made you to be. And see, that's, that's the exact issue. We think that it's putting on this air of you're trying to be humble and less than God made you, but you're actually trying to be more because you're in a sense saying, well, my needs don't matter as much as yours. So you go ahead and get what you need because I'm all right. You know, I, I can do this on my own. I have the resources within myself. I don't need to ask you for help. I don't need to get help from this other thing. I don't need to pause to rest, to to, to care for my needs. But I, I'm like the Energizer Bunny. I can go on and on. I, I you know, I'm basically, I'm basically like God, right? Yeah. I have life in myself and uh, my needs don't matter as much as yours. The, the people I've encountered that kind of have this mindset, they're looking for pity. Mm. You know, my needs, yeah. are my, you know, like oh, just oh, I'm yeah. the I'm the I'm the doormat. You know, just walk all over yep. me. You know, you're better, you're a better man than me, and you got so much stuff going on. I don't have anything going. Mm-hmm. Woe is me, and it's like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, you killing me. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't you just go dig a hole in the ground and jump <laughs> in and bury yourself? <laughs> finish it. Yeah, finish it then, man. Because you you killing me right now. I don't want to die. Yeah, but you obviously yeah. do. Yeah, but the, the 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 truth is, is that your needs do matter. You know, every, every person's needs matter. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I think some people, like with this attitude I've encountered, their their mindset is, this is, like you said, like this is portraying humility. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's not from an arrogant standpoint, mm-hmm. like, oh, I got mine covered. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you need it more than me. It's like... Um, Yours is I lost my train. I was like yours. Yours are more important than mine, um, but not from an arrogant way, but just from a matter of fact. Where like I don't really have that much going on, and I don't have I don't deserve mm-hmm. for my stuff to be talked about mm-hmm. or my stuff to be validated mm-hmm. because man, you got this great stuff going on, mm-hmm. and I don't have nothing. Mm-hmm. But you do, yeah. And if you don't, you should, yeah. And we all got needs. And God made you. God says you're good. You're made in His image, and. Uh, we have needs, and we and everybody needs everybody. You know, yep. if we're if you're in a in a family in a church, part of a community, 
they need you, you need them. Uh, yeah. we, we all have needs, and we all need to rely on each other. And, um, yeah, the, the degree to which everyone in that community or group can uh, be vulnerable and real and get their needs met and be cared for is the degree to which that community is healthy, mm-hmm. I believe, you know? Yeah. So number four, it's okay if I don't get validation. Mm. That, that flows from this, from the last one. So it's okay if I don't get validation. So this is the problem of denying the image of God in you and trying to be less than what God made you to be. Mm. So the last one was trying to be more than what God made you to be, but this is, uh, you're trying to be less than what God made you to be in the sense that you are, you're made in his image. And, and that's, that's valid. You have, uh, he made you with valid needs and valid desires and, uh, and you need validated. Everybody does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody does, man. Everybody has an ego. It's not a sin. And it's, it's okay if you accomplish something and people pat you on the back and say, way mm-hmm. to go. You know, and that that was something that out of all of these probably been the one that I've, you know, for lack of a better word, wrestled with the most. Mm-hmm. Because if I go somewhere and if I speak, people are like, oh, man, good job. And I'm like, you know what, man, it was God. Mm-hmm. And then there's been occasionally where a person will pull me to the side and say, yeah, we know it was God, but but you were the vessel, mm-hmm. the willing vessel, and, and you did good. Yeah. And it's like yeah. I, I you like no matter what I say deep down inside, I want some validation. Yeah. But I just I've had people pull me to the side before when I've said, Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. And they say, Man, you shouldn't take any credit for this. You need to give all the credit <laughs> to God. And so now I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. Like I feel like I'm stuck. Cause I got people telling me two different things. Yeah. What what's and, yeah. and one thing feels real. Yeah. And that is like it, it, I, it feels good to get some validation. Yeah. Now, for me personally, internally, it wasn't like that validation was making me be like conceited or arrogant mm-hmm. and want to put my chest mm-hmm. out. Because if it did, then that'd be a problem. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't caused me to do It made me feel good that I was able to honor the Lord in a way that it touched people. Mm-hmm. And to get that validation made me want to do more of that. Mm-hmm. But the other group that's telling me, no, 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 no. Yeah. Then it's like, I need to go beat myself. <laughs> it wasn't just God, because if it were, it'd be much better. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. Way, it would have been way better. Way better, <laughs> night and day. Yeah, so I, I, I'm a person that I know I need validation, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I try to be aware that that validation doesn't cause me to get the big head. Mm-hmm. And I got not something, but someone in my life to ensure that, and that someone is called my wife, because <laughs> she's going to make sure of that... <laughs> <laughs> she'll pop that pop that bubble real quick you know and part of the the uh the uh part you have to be careful with with this and with, with all of these like if you may say you don't need the validation for speaking well or doing whatever uh but if you don't get it you're going to go searching for it somewhere so mm, that's that's yeah, the point is don't good. underestimate your need for it it's like that's saying good. it's like saying oh well this is an obvious extreme, but I don't need oxygen. It's yeah. like your body's going to find a way. You can hold your breath till you're blue, but your body's going to find a way to get it. Mm-hmm. It's going to find a way. And the same thing with this. Yep. You, you need validation and you're going to find a way to do it, to get it. And and if you don't get it in a healthy, proper, humble way, then you're going to get it in a deceptive, manipulative, sneaky kind of way to go get validated in some way yep. from an illegitimate source perhaps yeah that's good and that's that's, good. that's the bad part number five i like this one that will never happen to me i can't believe i did that yeah that is a bumper <laughs> who you sticker. think you are man it never happened to me. yeah 
Yeah, that I remember. I remember when I, I remembered several times I've said this to myself. You know, oh that that sin that that would never happen to me. It's like as soon as you say that, Man. you bind your will. Guess what? Yeah. You're on the road to doing that thing. I don't think I've ever, for me personally, ever like thought or said mm-hmm. this in regards to a particular sin, mm-hmm. but just in general stuff. You know, like I feel like I'm cool, right? I'm too cool, and like uncool stuff don't happen to me. And so just like last week, we went bowling and um, I was acting silly like I do. And I'm not a bowler. And so the last I, I, I rolled the ball and I knocked nine of the it's 10 pins, right? Mm-hmm. Or 12, 10 of them. Okay. I knocked nine. I knocked all but one of them down. Yeah. And so Julie was like, because I, I love Overwise. She's like, if you knock that pin down, like, we can go get Overwise. I'm like, shit, I'm knocking that pin down. So it, it took me back to, like, a cartoon where, like, threw the ball, but they stayed their hand in the ball. And so I went past the line where you yeah. throw the ball and was, like, jog, just lightweight, like, acting yeah. funny jogging. But I didn't know that's, like, ice. Dude, do you know my legs went from under me? I fell flat on my back. Oh no! Hit my head on the like my whole body just went like this and slammed yeah. on the oh, ground no. hard in the ball, boom! Oh. And I laid there and I was like, <laughs> and it happened so quick. Stars are circling, birds like, are here, <laughs> yeah, birds are chirping. A lot of times, like I don't know, man. I would just I would a lot of times when I've fallen in the past, it felt like slow motion. Like if you're slipping on ice. And your feet yeah. get to like trying to catch, and you're able yeah. to maybe put your arm down. I didn't have a chance to even yeah, put my arm down so to brace fast. myself. I just went bam. Wow. And so I laid there, and I thought, I'm I'm too cool, man. How could this happen to me? And so I started making the snow angel, oh. just to like act like oh, the, not to act like yeah. I meant to do it, oh, that's but genius. just to like make yeah. fun of myself. Yeah. And then I got up, and I was just like. I was just stuck. We didn't go get Overweiss. I got a chocolate <laughs> shake from McDonald's. That was the consolation prize. But it was just like, I'm too cool. Like, come on, man. I'm too cool. That don't happen to me. That yeah. happened to like yep. young, college-age, knucklehead people. <laughs> this don't happen to me. So it's been more stuff like that. <clears throat> but when you go acting like something can't happen, like you yep. said, boom, yeah. then it's happening. Yeah, you bind your will and, it, and it's going to happen. And, and I want people to think about like the extremes of life too like when the, the news stories that you mm. see do you sit there and watch the news and say oh I, do you think to yourself I would never do that well you know Jesus says that out of your heart that's where all of those sins come from mm. out of your heart out of everyone's heart they don't come from anywhere else but yeah, yeah. within humans so all that stuff is inside of you and the more you deny it the more it has a chance to sneak up on you. Yeah, and another another way of saying I believe this same thing is, man, how stupid could that person be? Or what an idiot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like just those quick yeah. phrases saying the same thing because yeah. you're not going to say I'm an idiot and I'm stupid. Yeah. You say, man, that guy was dumb for yeah. doing that. Yeah. Really. Hmm. As if you aren't dumb enough mm-hmm. to do it. Yep. All right. Be careful what you say. Yeah, as if that's not in you. Yeah, yeah. like it can happen to you too. Yep. And then the the second half to that, like I can't believe I did that. I've heard this plenty and I've said it plenty, you know, after you've uh, made a mistake or sinned and you um, say, oh, I just can't believe I did that. How could I do that? It's like you're so, okay, that's fine because it's, it's as if when we do something wrong, we like stand objective objectively back from ourselves kind of in shock of what we just witnessed like how did I do that that's good initially but you you need to figure out why you did that Mm -hmm. and you need to believe that you could do it again and figure out what 
what led to what led to what to get you to this point. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you just remain totally ignorant, and it's going to happen again. Yeah, yeah. It's like if the animals are coming in your yard and eating your your garden food, and he's like, I don't know how this is happening. We need to figure out how to build a fence, how to yeah. you know take the precautions to keep it from yeah. happening. So get again. out of the, I can't believe this happened. It's, it happened. Yeah. If it's sin, do I need to repent yeah. and confess, but then I need to put something in place to yeah. ensure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, that's the point. It ha- it happened. Now you need to move on. Don't remain stuck in that shocked place of I can't believe it didn't happen. Yeah. And I believe that some people stay in that stuck place thinking that's where they should be. Like continuing mm. showing people that they're in shock like this wasn't me. This you, yeah. I'm better than this. Like no you're not. Yeah, no, you you're need not. to own up to this yep. so that you can get unstuck and move forward and start building the fences, taking the precautions that yep. you need. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So number six. Number six. Go ahead. A true Christian, <clears throat> a true Christian will get as nearly perfect as possible. <laughs> this uh, is this is a problem of making an idol out of the perfect self. I think we all, a lot of us, just secretly believe this. Like we're just gonna get. Maybe we won't get perfect. Some people really do believe that you'll get perfect. But, um, I think, but most Christians probably back off a little bit and say, oh, well, if we're a true Christian, we'll get pretty perfect, you know, by the time we... Yeah, yeah. And, the, and of course, the contrast of this is nobody's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can get as nearly perfect as possible, and you got the other side is, man, we're, we're not perfect, you know, mm-hmm. so... But that one is saying, like, Ovenos has a right to sin. Mm-hmm. Or it's okay to mm-hmm. sin because nobody's perfect. nobody's perfect. But this is saying that we can get as nearly perfect as possible. And that's, um, you know, I think that's teetering with, like, putting ourselves on the same level as Christ. Mm-hmm. We can never achieve. And if we if we were to achieve his perfection and righteousness, then we would need him. Yeah, exactly. You know, we'd be our own savior. Exactly. <clears throat> so that's just, uh, I mean... Yeah, and it really, it really is putting yourself in the place of Christ. Yeah, yeah. I don't need him. Yeah, you don't need him. And yeah. ne- the next step might be people need to follow me. Mm-hmm. They need to believe in me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, because I'm perfect. Yeah, and and part of this too will lead you to hide your flaws. And that's mm. that's the that's where it gets really sinister and dangerous yeah. because you think, especially Christian leaders, you think that you have to be perfect, or yep. nearly perfect as possible. And if you do mess up, then you just won't share it with anybody. You won't come clean with anybody. Yeah, you, you can't because you got this image yeah, that you built up. Yeah. You can't let a person know you yeah. sinned because now they're going to be like, I thought you were perfect. Yeah. thought you were Jesus. I thought you were a real Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we have this. And so we set up this nearly perfect Christian as an idol that is in the place of Jesus. Yeah. It's okay to be human and to sin and to yeah, make we mistakes. Have, there's a guy at Cook County Jail, a young man who... Um, believes this way that you can be mm-hmm. a Christian and achieve like sinlessness and uh, he got convicted of his crime and mm-hmm. they moved him off the tier to a different place and when I came in the guys like five or six guys were off you know rushed me almost like man this guy got convicted and he took all our books with him like he had some books that they had long you know like guys yeah. pass books to yeah. read and stuff he's like he took all our books mm-hmm. he was talking about he was perfect you know so <laughs> essentially like he stole their books yeah you know, and it's like, I was just like, I just shook my head and like, man, that's crazy. It makes perfect and sense. And I bumped into him in the elevator last week. So, um, 
I'm going to come check him out. Did he have a big backpack on? <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He was going to court or something. He's cuffed all up. Yeah. So, yeah, it was yeah. Uh, it was funny. Yeah. Funny, yeah. But, um, yeah, it, just this perfect idol just, I mean, it affects, it. the effects of this one, we're talking eating disorders, you know, body mm-hmm. image things. Yeah. We're talking cheating, lying, I mean, all kinds of things because, and, and I'm just mm-hmm. talking in the church among Christians because... You have this image that you have to maintain, and uh, you're just not willing to be uh, real (laughs) and to have flaws. So it it trickles down and all, especially with kids and the way that we disciple and parent uh, kids in the church. They need to know. Yeah. The next one, this is a good one here. I was meant to change the world. (laughs) That's a great bumper sticker. Yeah, and and I mean, like, plenty again, of, plenty of BS. see the truth, mm-hmm. right? God wants to use us, but to me, it's one of those things, like, God will use people to do that. Will it be accomplished if you don't think this way? Absolutely, it will, because mm-hmm. we can't thwart God's will mm-hmm. and God's plan. But it seems to be the people that think this way are those super, like, I almost said arrogant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there may be. A, I'm thinking of people. People's faces are fucking flashing through my mind. That's why arrogant popped up. But you know, just like I don't know, man. It, there's definitely a confidence. Like people mm-hmm. I've met that literally say this. Mm-hmm. Like I was meant to change the world. Like mm-hmm. they have a confidence that would border arrogance. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they're usually driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll drive right over you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is not good. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't see you mm-hmm. because all they they're chasing this mm-hmm. change the world thing. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't I don't gel well with people mm-hmm. like that. I try to stay away from them mm-hmm. because of my arrogance and pride. Not that I want to do what they're doing, but I want to like hammer them down mm-hmm. and just be like, "Come on, man, get up off mm-hmm. that pedestal." But that's not my place, yeah. so I just bag away from them. Yeah. But, how it's meant to change the world. Now, you may change the world, but uh, it won't be. If you do, God will use you in a way you never <laughs> expected. Like, don't think, like what you're talking about. They have this drive, and they'll just drive right over you in order to accomplish their goal. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that's part of the flaw is that they're not leaving room for God to work in God's way. Yeah, and in his timing. Yeah, and they're like that people that you're a world ch- I've heard people say, Man, you're a world mm-hmm. changer. And it's like, you know, to me, when I hear stuff like that, I think danger. Mm-hmm. I see red. Because my first thought is, is this thing that you're doing to change the world God's plan mm-hmm. or your plan? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Yeah. And obviously, if it's something sinful, then it's easy Mm -hmm. to point out. But if it's not, who am I to say Mm -hmm. what it is, right? Mm -hmm. And because I don't know, it scares me, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's not that it has to most of the time do anything with me. It's just that, again, I get scared around people Mm -hmm. like that, man, because there's a lot of stuff I don't know. And they operate in a Mm -hmm. way that I don't operate, Mm -hmm. where there doesn't seem to be much humility um, they got a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not part of the plan, they'll run you over or kick you out the way. And I just like, I don't see Christ in mm-hmm. that. And know? the assumption is, is is that world changing is good. <laughs> like the assumption is, is that doing something big like that is what like God would want. You know, we don't see that in scripture. We, we see the little things 
that people do to those right around them. Those are the quote unquote world changing things. Yeah, yeah. Giving a cup of cold water, visiting someone in prison. Yeah. I, was, I was struck by uh, reading, I think it was Mark 6 this week, and how Jesus went to his hometown and he stood up in the synagogue to preach and uh, everyone was taking offense and condemning him and it said he could do no miracles you know, in that place. Mm. And so he could do none of these big world-changing kind of miracles, but instead did he just leave you know, and say, oh, I can't believe this. No, it says that he just basically quietly ministered to a few people who were sick laid his hands on him, you know, and that was it. He just did the little things. Jesus always did the little things. And the little things are the way we're to change the world, you know, one small act at a time. Yeah, I, I like that a lot, man. Like changing the world, could that mean somebody's heart changing for Christ? Hmm. Does that change the world? I would say, yeah, it has yeah. potential to. Yeah. You know, because that person then, who are they going to witness to mm-hmm. and disciple? Yeah. You know, and usually the people I've encountered that are these world changers, there's always usually some big endeavor mm-hmm. like a law or poverty or homelessness. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff is good, right, mm-hmm. to, like, help people out of. You know, so I, and I and I guess lastly for me the thing is, like, most of the time people that want to change the world don't have this mindset that the world is going to come to an end. You know, mm-hmm. that it's slowly mm-hmm. being, is slowly coming to destruction. Mm-hmm. They're trying to stop it. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make things right. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you should do right, but this world progressively is getting worse. Mm-hmm. That's what the word tells us. Mm-hmm. So why are we trying to save it? Mm-hmm. It's not our world to save. It's mm-hmm. God's world. He created it, mm-hmm. right? And we're just people who are mm-hmm. in it, you know, to be obedient to him. So, again, I'm not saying don't try to give people water to drink and food to eat and places to live. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that, but from a world standpoint, like are you usurping God by saying I'm going to change the world Mm -hmm. or am I being humble and saying, Lord, like let me know my place Mm -hmm. in this and and I'll humbly carry out what you want me to do. And if that changes the world, praise God. And if it changes a life, praise God. Yeah. Leave it at that. Yeah. I think we'll be shocked you know, if we could ever find out what our small actions oh, yeah. will do and the, yeah. uh, the ramifications they'll have 15, 20 years. And I know there's people in my life who have done small actions, smallest things. And it's changed my life, changed the trajectory, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, a dude gave just, me a box with stuff in it when I was locked up. And it's forever changed my life. And many other people's lives. Yeah, it's like that one yeah, act. That one little act. Yeah, that changed mm-hmm. the world. It did. Yeah. It definitely changed my world. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think, though, but we get caught up, and this is more secular, m- maybe media in the way of changing big worlds. And that's not the way Christ acts. Yeah. It's yeah. not the way Christ acts. So, next one, number eight. Mm. All I need is God in my Bible. That's the Lone Ranger, Christian. <laughs> yeah. There's truth in that. You need God. You need your Bible, but but not all. That's not it. Not all. It's not everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a problem of having blind spots and no accountability. Yeah. And this could be the person who jumps from church to church to church. You know, when they, they or might, don't even go to church. Or, oh yeah, or don't even. Why go, go to, church? to church? All I need is God in my yeah, Bible. Yeah, yeah. Why go to church? Yeah. What you mean? Why go to church? Yeah. The word says we need. To yeah. Go. That's why. Yeah. If you got your Bible, you know that. Yeah, that's right. So if that's all you need, you need to get in it. Because if you get in it, you're going to find what? That ain't all you need. Yeah. So people tell me I'm spiritual. Oh, what's that mean? Well, I I worship God in my own way. 
Oh, really? Like, how do you know how to? How do you know how God wants to be worshipped? Is this something that you came up with, mm-hmm. or did you read it somewhere? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just kind of how I feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So your God and your worship is based on your feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say, well, if I did that, and I thought my God wanted me to worship Him by going to kill people. Yeah. Like, would that be cool? No, you crazy. Well, that's about as crazy sounding as what you're saying. Yeah. You know, so I hear this stuff all the time, yeah. man. Yeah. Like. And everything under the sun is like you just people making up their mm-hmm. own religion, mm-hmm. their own personal religion, mm-hmm. and it's sad. You need the church. You need the, you need a body of people around you to catch your blind spots, to work off the rough edges. You need to be in there to help work off other people's rough edges. Yeah, yeah. You need to be corporately praying. You need to yeah. be corporately worshiping. Yeah. You need to be iron sharpening iron. I mean, like that's you talking about yeah. getting the rough. Ed- I mean. Yeah. Yeah, man, we we need that. Yeah, we need that. And yeah. the word of God is clear. Mm-hmm. You know that we need that. I, so. In a in a sermon on the church, uh, I don't know, a few months ago, my uh, one of my pastor friends, he made the analogy of well, I, I guess it's Christ's analogy. Like the church is the body, and we're all members of the body. And he said, um, <laughs> "When have when has a body part?" ever been able to survive apart from the body mm, it's like never. you cut a finger off it's dead amen. if you're not attached to the body you're dead amen you're yeah. dead yeah so we we need we need the body we yeah. need more than that I, my experience with people that would make this statement either they've been hurt by the church yeah. or they've seen a lot of corruption in the church and then they say i just need god in for the sure and that's it for sure and i and, and i understand yeah, that but I that don't mean that. that's right yeah yeah, it's like yeah. don't throw the baby out with the yeah. bad water. You had some bad food. That doesn't mean you. You stop eating food. Yeah. And that don't mean you stop eating that same kind of food. Maybe eat it from a different place. Yeah. Try it again. Yeah. And if that's bad, you don't quit eating. Yeah. 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 All right. Number nine. I confess to God, so that is enough. Mm. And this is the problem of uh, basically keeping secrets. So I confess to God. So that's enough. And we've talked about um, in one of our first episodes about confession confession and when do you need to confess to another person. Mm-hmm. So um, it's sometimes not enough just to confess to God. If it's still working on you, still uh, in, your, in your soul causing trouble, causing you to trip up, then you probably need to confess to another person. Yeah, and you need to put stuff in place. I mean, that's what I learned years ago is when there's a problem that you have that keeps reoccurring mm-hmm. sin, then you need to figure out a, a plan to help you get rid of that sin. Mm-hmm. You know, so if mm-hmm. it's removing people, if it's not going certain places, mm-hmm. if it's not doing certain things, like take an inventory of what's, mm-hmm. what your life looks like mm-hmm. and how some of those things may be moving you in that sin direction and stop doing those mm-hmm. things and then tell somebody, yeah. you know, that really cares, yep. that's going to be willing to yeah. hold you accountable yeah. and be sincere with that. You know, yeah. if you ask a person to hold you accountable and they call and check up, don't lie to them. Mm-hmm. Don't say, oh, man, everything's great. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it real. Yeah. Because that person really cares because they mm-hmm. probably got other things they can do with their time mm-hmm. other than praying for you and checking mm-hmm. up on you when you ain't even trying. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I've I've actually written out like... <laughs> what the bad Sam looks like, (laughs) you know, like here's things to look for. If I'm Mm. talking this way, acting this way, if you see these behaviors and I've given it to my wife, to people that are close to me and saying, now look at this. And if you ever see this, call me on it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't trust myself, you know? Um, yeah. Um, 
I confess to God, so that's enough. You know, I don't, I don't trust that anymore. You know, yeah, yeah. I need other people to hold me accountable and to keep it, keep an eye out on me. So, yeah. and then number ten, last one. I've been so good, so I deserve to be a little bad. <laughs> this is great. This is the greatest one on here, and that is <laughs> hilarious. Yep, I've been so good, but it's true. It is true. I can definitely tell you, man. I haven't said that, but I and I haven't <laughs> thought it in those exact words, but I've thought that exact same thing, like. Yeah. Man, I'm killing it over here. And it's like, man, it's okay if I get a little bit of this. Yeah. It's like, what in the world is wrong yeah, with me? Exactly. What's wrong? Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. A person thinks this, man, something's mm-hmm. wrong with them. Yeah. They don't take sin seriously. Yeah. You know, they should celebrate the wins mm-hmm. and then turn the losses into in the future wins. Mm-hmm. So man, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. I, I've been so good. I deserve to be a little bad. I think that's that's a common one. It's a common one, and that's the uh, that's a problem of creating your own world where um, entitlement replaces empathy. Yeah. So you start to feel entitled for things, and when you start to feel entitled to things, whoo, all kinds of trouble happens. Yeah, and another one that's linked to that I can relate to in my life is things have been going so bad. I deserve to have a little fun. Oh yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah you know, and the fun ain't. I don't mean good clean. Fun, yeah, you know, yeah, something yeah. like drink a little much or maybe mm-hmm. person like man I'm gonna, I'm gonna get high because mm-hmm. weed is legal you know weed mm-hmm. is legal in Illinois <laughs> is it we should talk about what the state <laughs> says it is yeah we should talk, do an episode on that because yeah. I get asked that a lot you know about drugs and especially mm-hmm. weed because God made it mm-hmm. God made rattlesnakes <laughs> should we go playing around with pit vipers and coral snakes <laughs> no you don't play with that thing like I can't tell you why God created it but I can say I believe it's necessary mm-hmm. you know what I mean <laughs> And just because you can smoke this substance and it do something to you, do that mean it's good? Hmm. And of course, they're like, yeah, it's good. So it might be good yeah, to do an episode yeah, on yeah. that. You know, maybe we got some parents that have some younger mm-hmm. folks that they know that have oh, yeah. this topic come up and they don't know how to yeah. respond. Yeah. So I think we should, if you're listening and you think we should do an episode on like marijuana or just drugs in general, mm-hmm. like natural drugs not like made drugs like fentanyl and stuff mm. like let us know man send us an email at bumperstickerfaith at gmail.com mm-hmm. or drop a comment or something on where you listen or watch this and we'll do an mm-hmm. episode on that because I think it'd be worth yeah. it and, but I like what you said though when things are really going bad you know and you just day after day you then justify sin mm-hmm. that's yeah. basically what it is yeah that's what it is yeah it's all based on what I think I deserve yeah but then you get them people, you deserve death. You deserve hell. That's true. That's like another bumper yeah. sticker. It is true that yeah. we would deserve, but man, do we should we be living in that mindset mm-hmm. all day and night every day? Yeah. Man, that's tough. Yeah. Man, fighting sin is tough, man. Yeah. It's sneaky. Satan's sneaky. Man, look, there ain't a word that exists to describe yeah. it because sneaky seems like it ain't good enough. Yeah. Slick. Yeah. Sly, yeah. None of them seem good enough, man. I mean, think to the Garden of Eden, right? Satan spouting off probably, probably some bumper stickers that should be on this list, right? Yeah. Did God really say? Yeah, yeah. Did God really say smoking weed is bad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a Satan's a master of he BS ma- faith. He a master, man. He created yeah. BS faith. Yeah. He's a master yeah. of BS. Yeah. So, <laughs> so these are ten bumper stickers. Um, that uh, we uh, can fall into. I want to help people to be aware of them yeah. and, and uh, call themselves out on some of these. Yep, so. Yep. so, man, thank you. Number Thanks 40. For Number 40, right? The big yeah. 4 0. 
I remember when I turned 40, I could definitely tell that my body was not the same. <laughs> it started with 30. Yeah. Every 10 years, I could tell my body didn't change. Yeah. That's a whole yeah. other story yeah. for another day. So thank you guys for tuning in, checking us out. Um, hopefully next time you see us, we're going to have a different background. We're getting ready to go move all this stuff somewhere. And um, it's going to be exciting and hopefully good. So um, it's been a joy being in this room. Uh, this room has provided us a safe space. Um, to do this, but now it's time to move on to bigger and better things. So next time we see you, like you'll see some different stuff in the background. And and if you want to send us something to put in the background, hey, <laughs> we, we we can give you addresses. You can ship stuff if you're not too far. We can go pick. I'll come pick something up. <laughs> but if you're like, man, that lamp would look good, or man, you yeah. should get this kind of table, or you guys oh, look like your back is hurting yeah. when you sit in those hard you chairs. Need a hammock. <laughs> Oh man, I haven't. Wow, that'd be <laughs> the first time I podcast. If you see something missing, or you feel like you want to gift something to us for the background, yeah, not for us, just for yeah, the background, just the background. Then, um, then man, we're, we're we're willing to accept that. You know, we do that, for but you. no, but no, we pets. do it for like, you. We don't want some. We're not gonna do a dog rescue or a cat yeah. rescue. Some inanimate object. I do a car quit. rescue. That'd be nice. <laughs> man, that would be nice. But anyway, so thank yeah. you guys for joining us today. BS Faith, man. Don't go stepping in none of it. Peace. Peace.